Sometimes life is a beautiful mess, full of to-do lists, deadlines, and everything but time for you. Join me for Wednesday Nightcap, a 40-minute monthly space to unwind and de-stress from the daily grind of life. Because you deserve a moment to hit pause and reflect so you can realign with your true purpose. You have the power to decide how you want to show up. Click the link below and take your self-care to another level. I can't wait to see you for Wednesday Nightcap. Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Welcome back. It is time for tea. I am your host, Makita. I want to thank you for sharing your time, your space, and your energy with me today. Now, before we get started today, I want to share a quote that was sent in by one of our listeners. And I want to encourage each and every one of you that are listening today that if you have a favorite quote, a favorite mantra that inspires you, that motivates you, I would love to read it on the next episode of Time for Tea with Makita's podcast. Go to the show notes, click the link, and see how you can send in your favorite quote or mantra. Now, today's quote was actually sent in by Lisa Jacobs, and it reads, Of all the judgments we pass in life, none is more important than the judgment we pass on ourselves. I'm going to read that one more time. Of all the judgments we pass in life, none is more important than the judgment we pass on ourselves. Such a true statement. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. So beautiful. All right, you guys, on this episode, we are chatting about self-care and mental health well-being. As you know, this is Mental Health Month Awareness, and I think that it was so important that we have a conversation that speaks to um, just an open conversation. And I just wanted to share my own journey as well as some of the tips and tools and resources that has helped me. Like most people, I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with anxiety. I feel like it's something that everyone has at one point in their life has dealt with, whether it was depression related to loss of a loved one, a relationship, losing their job. Financial issues can be very depressing as well. Or it could be anxiety. Anxiety is something that I have dealt with more recently um, than ever. But we can have anxiety around so many different things, whether it's um, meeting new people, being in crowded spaces, starting a new career and meeting and meeting our new um, employees or people we're going to be working with or starting college or starting a new school. It doesn't really matter. We've all dealt with some type of mental health issue in our life. And I just want to make sure that we're having conversations that are open, that are honest, that help inspire the next person so that we know that we're not alone in dealing with our own issues. You know, sometimes it can feel like you're in this box and no one understands what you're going through. No one can see what's happening on the inside. You know, it's so funny when I 
was dealing with my depression. I was smiling on the outside. and the inside, I was a complete mess. And I couldn't wait to just get home and get into my room and, and fall apart. But I think the biggest thing that I had to understand was that it was it's okay not to be strong. It's okay to not always have it together. I don't have to put on this front of perfection or I don't have to smile because other people want me to be happy. And I find as sometimes that when we are dealing with loved ones and people that we care about, we're not always honest. And people ask you, I people ask you all the time, like, how are you? And we say, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> but it's an opportunity for us to to share, to really have an open communication. And I'm not going to lie, I take, care, I take advantage of those opportunities. And somebody asks me, how you doing? Well, you know, we may not have a whole lot of time or, you know, I may not go into, especially if it's a stranger. I don't, I don't just unload on strangers. But for family members, people that I know, if they're genuinely asking me, how are you doing? I want to be open and honest because I, what I find a lot of times in those conversations is that they're also going through something and we have both been shoulders for each other to lean on in that moment. One thing that I have learned is that I don't always want to be strong. I think there's a time and place for it, but it's not a requirement that I have to be the strong one. I have to, you know, always put on this brave face. And I think growing up in a family with a single mother that I always looked at my mom as being so strong all the time. I looked at every challenge that she faced of raising four boys and turning them into men and a, and a this, me as this young girl and helping me grow into the woman that I am today. I can't imagine what that must have felt like for her. And the crazy part about it is that she had lost our father. He had passed away three months after I was born. So not only is she dealing with the struggles and loss of being, you know, a single mother, but she's grieving the loss of her husband. And I just, I think about that sometimes and I'm like, yeah, I want to be as strong as my mom. But my mom never made being strong a requirement. I just thought that I had to be that person. And it was such a opening conversation as I got older and became an adult to have this conversation with her. And for her to just, you know, hug me and love on me and let me know that I didn't have to be any of those things. I just had to be me. And whatever version of me that made me the happiest, that's what she wanted. She wanted me to know that I could do hard things in life, but I wasn't required to shoulder the burden of the world of everyone else and to be the person that got it all done, that could do it by myself with no help. I feel in life that we forget that no one person gets anywhere in life by themselves. It's just impossible. You can, but it's going to take a long time. And you don't create relationships that way. But when you're open, when you accept the help that is given to you and you embrace it, that's 
that's when you form those connections, those bonds that last lifetimes. So I will tell you, living in alignment for me has been something that has really helped when it came to dealing with my own depression. And what I mean by living in alignment is being true to who I am, not apologizing for any of my flaws, but embracing them and accepting them. And I mean, not just, you know, physical flaws, like, you know, I have spaces in my teeth or I have freckles or I wear glasses or my skin may be darker. My hair may not be as fine. None of that. Those are all superficial things that we sometimes want to change about ourselves. But when we embrace our outside, when we recognize that our character means more and that how we show up in life is the most important part, living in alignment means that I'm going to be true to who I am, true to my beliefs, true to the things that matter to me. Because we all have something that we stand for that provides substance to us. And sometimes when we think of being in alignment, we think of our spiritual needs and being spiritually connected. And I always tell people, I am not a religious person per se, but I am a very spiritual person. And I believe that there is someone bigger and I pray to God all the time. But in that same breath, I have to make sure that no one else gets to say in what makes me happy with my spiritual connection and alignment to myself. And I think it's important that each and every one of you that are listening today, that you find out where you are in your, in your life and how you are aligned with yourself. When I am spiritually connected to myself, I am so much more aware and I understand who I am and what my needs are. And I accept that my needs will change day to day or week to week. It just kind of depends um, on where I'm at that day. And when it comes to dealing with uh, stressors, I don't deny myself a good cry. I will tell you that. When life gets hard, I will cry. I allow myself that moment to let it all out, to journal it all out. And if you're a journaler, if you're not a journaler, you know, if you just want to write it all out and then burn it as to say, you know what? I put all of these emotions out on this paper. I've spilled it all out into the universe. And now I'm going to burn it because I'm not going to let it dictate me today. I'm not going to let it control me. But I feel it's so important for me anyway to acknowledge my feelings, to not hold them in. When I hold my feelings in, eventually it always explodes and mostly not in a good way. It's usually some type of negative way that it explodes. And I don't want that because that's not healthy for any relationships that I have, whether it's the relationships with my husbands, my kids, my my siblings, my mother. I want to make sure that they remain healthy, even if I'm not in a healthy place. So if I have something that needs to be shared, that needs to get off my chest, I either pray and talk it out or I write it out and then I burn it, shred it, however you want to do it, and just cleanse myself of it. 
And at that moment, I, I feel like I'm giving myself permission to not be okay, to be comfortable with saying I am not in my best space right now. And it's definitely okay, but guess what? I'm going to get through it. Now, I will tell you, coping with those stressors can be hard. And that's one tool that you can use to cope with your stressor. Writing it down, if you're a person that pray to pray. Um, if you have a good friend or someone that you can actually confide in that you trust, then to speak with them about what's on your mind. And it's also important that if you're the person that is receiving the message, if you're the friend that someone's like telling their emotions to, that you make sure that you yourself are ready to take on the burden of listening to it. Because I'm going to tell you sometimes if you are a person that um, soaks up other people's emotion, if you're more of an empath, it can be difficult taking on someone else's emotion. So always check in with yourself and always ask the the person that I'm talking to, um, is this a conversation where you want advice or do you just need me to listen to you in this moment? And I'll let them decide. And if it's just listening, then I'm here for you. I'm listening. And I think it's a great way that if you're the person that is, you know, telling or, you know, letting letting go of the emotions that you let the person know that your your friend or whoever you're talking to in that moment know what it is that you need from them. People are not mind readers and you have to understand something. Our friends, our family members, they want us to feel better. They want us to go back to that happy, go lucky person. They want to make it all better. So the first thing that they're going to do is say, you're going to be okay or it's not that bad you know, or you can do it, you know, something along there to kind of cheer you up, make you, you know, get out of the headspace. And it may not be what you really want at that moment. So you have to be open with them prior to the conversation starting and just telling them, hey, I just, I want someone to listen to me right now. I don't really want some feedback. I just need to get something off my chest. And that sets the tone. So they don't know like what it is they need to do and how they can help you and, and, and love on you. Because that's what I call it, loving on your person. So when dealing with, with stressors, I think it's important to recognize what our stressors are. And sometimes we take on more things than we can or should. And that can cause a lot of stress and anxiety. And I will tell you something else. Always being in social media can cause a lot of stress and anxiety. When you look at social media, it seems like people are living the best life ever. They're sharing pictures of what they're doing next and their businesses are booming and they're making all these connections and they're doing all of these amazing things. And it can make you feel like you're not doing enough and you need to be on social media more and you need to be posting more or your life is not as fulfilling as theirs because they're always doing something. That's why it's important that we step back from those things and focus on the things that matter the most and your happiness matters the most. And no amount of following the next person is going to make you happy. True happiness starts on the inside. It starts with you. No one else, even if you did some of those things. And it's so funny because 
as a, I've known people that have looked at someone else's life and they're like, I can't believe that they're doing this and, you know, that should be me, you know, in this position or having that business. And when I ask them, do you want to run a business? Well, no, I don't, but still. And it's like you, we get jealous or we get all our emotions all over the place over something that we don't want. You know what I'm saying? But it just looks like that other person is doing so much better than us that we want it then. But we should be focusing on what it is we want out of life. Recognizing that we need to step back from social media sometimes, limit ourselves and our interactions, as well as any other stressors that we may be faced with. And sometimes we are, when we are taking on too many, a huge stressor for a lot of people is learning how to say no when it comes to accepting more responsibilities in the workplace. This can be really hard and very challenging for a lot of people because we want to show that we are a team player. We want to give of ourselves and do what's best. However, Understanding what's best is sometimes recognizing that if we take on this extra project, we won't be able to dedicate the time and resources to do the best possible job that we know that we're capable of doing. So recognizing that and saying to our managers or supervisors, you know, thank you for thinking about me and knowing that I'm capable of doing this. However, at this time, I cannot take on any more additional projects in the future please think about me for other projects. This is a great way of saying that you recognize your strengths and your weaknesses, and you also recognize the importance of giving your best and doing the best job possible. And it also says that you're a team player because you recognize that what's best for the team is that this project go to someone else that has the time and resources to do the best possible job. So I think it is so important that we learn not to take on extra stuff and be afraid to say no. Never be afraid to say no. People will not be mad at you if you say, I can't do this right now. People actually respect you a lot more because you're open and you're honest. That's the one thing that people love about you the most. People love the fact that you are your authentic self all the time. Never be afraid to step into that person, to honor that person by doing what's best for them. What's best for you is that you show up each and every day at your best version of yourself, that you show up each and every day happy. And if you're not happy, then understanding that it's okay not to plaster on a fake smile and pretend to be someone that you're not. It's so vital that we understand who we are, and that we understand that we have the power and the control to take back that power in our life. Sometimes we end up giving that power away to outside people and forces. But the truth is, the only person that controls our happiness is us, no one else. And when we give thoughts to things that actually can dictate whether we're happy or sad or mad, That means that one thing has too much control over us and that we need to realign ourselves and recenter, reset, whatever that means to you, 
and get back to what's important to you, to get back what to get back to what really matters. And I will tell you the most important thing that matters more than anything else is that you start with yourself. That you start with yourself as the foundation. And I want you to leave this conversation today and have more conversations with other people. I want you to make this a conversation that lasts beyond this month, that it it goes and trickles into each and every month, that you're constantly checking in with not just yourself each and every day, but that you're checking in with your loved ones each and every day and you're asking that question, how are you today? You know, is there anything on your mind that you want to get off? Some people are just waiting for the opportunity to just share what's been on their mind. And if you've had the opportunity to unload and to get things that's been bothering you off your chest, you know how vital and important that is and how it changed your life that you had someone to just listen. You know, having someone to just listen to you so you can feel like you're being heard, that what you're saying has value and importance to it. So while you're sharing, while you're being your true self, make sure that you are making room for other people to show up as their unapologetic self as well. Now, I also have a wonderful free gift for you guys. If you need an opportunity to reset, find balance and calm, go check out my website, beautifulandbalanced.com and get your free meditation guide. I made this meditation with you guys in in mind, and I wanted to share it with you. This free guide, you can go to um, the show notes, click the link in the show notes and get your free guide today. All right, you guys, that is all the tea that I have to spill today, but don't forget to join me next Tuesday as we spill more delicious hot tea. And don't forget to keep the tea flowing around mental health awareness. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.